Good morning. Good morning. How's your How was your weekend? It's not over yet, but pretty good so far. Now, okay, how can you consider Sunday a part of the weekend if you also believe that Sunday is the first day of the week? Um, it is the first day of the week. I don't believe that. I believe that Monday is the first day of the week. I, that's because you can't read a calendar. Well, no, I calendars are in a in an outdated. They're set up in an outdated form. Because the first day of the week is for, like, people who go to church, right? That's why it's set up that way. Because Sunday is the day you go to church. It's and it's, Sabbath. That's it's, right. The resting day or whatever. So shouldn't that be the last day? Isn't Sabbath on Saturday? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> if we had listeners, I think they would roast you about not understanding that Sunday is the first day of the week. Well, but, that's fine. First day of the week is the day I go to work, so... Yeah, it would be considered part of the weekend. Then. Yeah, so then you would only get a two-day or a one-day weekend, and I'm not okay with that. Well, that's assuming that you have to go to work when the weekend is over. Apparently, you don't, because if the weekend is Saturday and Sunday is not weekend, then <laughs> you don't have to go to work at the beginning of the week. The musings of Justin and Brittany Fry. These right. are the things we talk about. We wanted to talk today about these awesome Crocs that Justin's got on. Who, yes. Who got you those awesome Crocs? Awesome wife. For Valentine's Day. I hate Crocs. Let me just throw that one out there. I've always hated Crocs. But Justin's really wanted some Crocs for a while. Partially for like having with us when we go on our through hikes. And then the other part because they're handy for on the boat well here's the thing they're highly functional footwear <laughs> if you get them wet they dry out they have adequate ventilation for a fellow with sweaty feet they have good retention but did it stop no it didn't they they don't slide off of your feet so they're not sandals that's true so that fits into your requirements for a summer shoe then. That was correct. So the deal is you have to be able to run in whatever you're wearing. Which flip-flops do not fit that category. Flip-flops do not fit that category. Justin used to be a big flip-flop wearer. I used to be. But, so it was like he used to be a big flip-flop wearer, and then he decided that those were not proper shoes. So then he just kept wearing boots and tennis shoes, but he didn't really like to wear his tennis shoes with his shorts. So he'd wear his boots and his tall socks with his just shorts. Embarrass you. And embarrass me a little. So yeah. it was like, what? I, but I felt bad because his feet are all hot. His feet have got to be all hot in the summertime when it's 100 degrees outside. So yeah. I give in to the Crocs. Is there a good solution? Solution for the boat? Wearing around the house? Yeah. Now I'm trying to decide, do I get him a second pair of Crocs? Does he have his boat Crocs and his camping Crocs, his house Crocs? I don't know. I'm starting to acquire a lot of shoes. <laughs> he has how many pairs? You have four pairs of shoes. Yeah. You have your lace-up boots. Your, oh, you have five. Your lace-up boots, your slip-on uh, blundstones. Mm -hmm. Those are his work shoes. And, of course, he has a backup pair of his lace-up work shoes 
that are waiting mm-hmm. for the other pair to wear out. Those are the heavy duty boots. Those are heavy you can duty ride boots. with those. Yeah, you can ride with those. You can ride with your Blundstones too, can you? Not really. Not comfortable? No. They, oh, for your ankle? No, for my toe. You'd shift. The, the top of them is very thin. Oh, okay. Um, and they don't have any ankle support. There's no protection. Right. Um, he's also got his running shoes, of course, for working out. He's got his Crocs now, but he's also got his cowboy boots. Yeah, that's true. Cowboy boots. Those are, his, those. those are his special occasion shoes. Special occasion shoes. And I got my slippers. I don't count those. I think the most wore out thing that I own shoe-wise is my slippers. Yeah, those are those have seen those. better days. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sitting in here and I'm looking at our stash. And I'm thinking about what, how Kelsey was. My sister was over yesterday. And where we do all of our crafting and all of our podcasting is right next to our um, supplies. So last year during pandemic, we chose to start stocking up in case of emergency. And Kelsey was laughing at us for it. Yeah, she, which, you know, whatever. People have always <laughs> been that way with people who prep. prep. And I don't care. I think it's. A little bit sad that some people don't understand that or don't take responsibility for, you know, protecting their families like that. I mean, it's like your shoe thing. Like, you need to be able to, you need to be prepared to be able to do whatever you need to in your shoes. In case of an emergency, you may need to run. Yes. And, or do some kind of hard work that would require you to have shoes on. Right. Um, You know. And we experienced a time last year where we couldn't get any groceries for almost a month. Yeah, it was, you couldn't find paper towels, you couldn't find toilet paper, you couldn't really find rice or like anything like that. Even like regular, like milk and Yeah, that was hard to find. It was like we were just kind of checking every day to see when it was available so we could go and get something. That's kind of scary. Well, and unknown about food security that's you know well and it's happening in texas right now like thinking about everybody who's down there they the grocery stores are empty if they could even get to the grocery stores it just sometimes i laugh at i laugh at the things that you say too but i don't disagree with them because it comes around people can't get out of their houses with their cars yeah we have vehicles that are capable of doing those things. We have the shovels. We have, and for a reason, for a reason, you know, we have the food in case of those situations. We're very fortunate that we don't get extreme weather here. It's not to say it can't happen. Not to say it can't happen, but we're fortunate. Like last year, remember when we were having the baby and there was all that smoke. Yeah. It was, you wouldn't have wanted to leave the house. No. So were, for, for us, it actually probably would have been, we could have just not gone grocery shopping. Yeah. We could have just picked out of our yep. supplies because that would have been better than going outside. Yeah. We were all putting special filters in our furnaces. And, uh, actually, it reminds me, I want to start looking into stand-up air filtration systems again this year. Yeah. Um, just in case it happens again. Yeah. Because I feel like every year the fires have been getting worse and worse. 
Well, those, I think we could, what we could do is stock up on those carbon. On the filters for the Carbon furnace? filters for the furnace. Okay. But we'll, we'll research that. But yeah, I mean, just with everything. Yeah, shit happens, you know. You should be prepared to take care of your family, you know. A lot of guys get into the firearms and protection side of it. Yeah. Because it's fun. And totally neglect all the other things, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I think we probably have neglected a few things. Like we don't have yeah, water supply. Yeah, we're not 100%. We don't have water yet. But one of the things I put together last year, the beginning of the pandemic, was our fuel system. Yeah. Yeah, we've got fuel if the gas stations run out or if we can't get to a gas station or whatever. Um, if we need to run a generator for a long period of time. Yeah. I mean, the, the rolling blackouts, there was... Um, I was listening to NPR and there was a, they were talking to a reporter who has like a 20 month old baby, 18 month old baby, something. And it was so cold in the house. The baby was all wrapped up. All of them were in like triple layers of clothing and blankets. The baby cried all day. Yeah. Just cried all day because they didn't have any heat. Yeah. That just breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. And it like, I mean, people just don't. I think probably 90% of people in America don't think about what if that happens? I hope this changes their mindset. Yeah. I hope that these people can think about it. Yeah. And get themselves in better positions. And it's not like, you don't have to be dramatic, right? About, you know, spend $50,000 all at once to get prepared, right? Right. Just pick up some extra cans of food every time you... Yeah. Order your groceries. Yeah. I mean, even like. Start putting it away. If you can find like, say you don't, say you live in an apartment and so you can't have like a generator or those kinds of things, battery operated heated blankets, like stock up on batteries and get heated blankets that run off battery. Like though, just anything that would prepare you for that situation again. A little solar panel you can hang out the window and, yeah. and charge up a car battery. Deep cycle marine battery. Yeah. I'd run uh, heated blankets. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Just those kinds of things. Just, oh, that whole situation. I was, we were talking to a vendor at work and he, he lived in Missouri. So they were doing the rolling blackouts. And I was like, man, I've never been so happy to live near a nuclear plant. Huh. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. We don't have I, I would I would imagine that we would not have those kinds of problems. We, we here. won't have a problem with having a power like a supply of power. Right. You know, we have hydroelectric and nuclear. Yeah. So and there's a lot of solar or there's not a lot of solar, but there's the wind and all that stuff like all 100%. up here. Yeah, but it's up here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Washington State seems to be one of the very few states that's putting money into lots of different power sources. That's true. Yeah, we probably have the most diverse power. I mean, we sell power to other states. Yeah. So when when California was having those issues, yeah. we sold power to them. Yeah. Which is crazy to me. But it's still, you know, your personal mm-hmm. system is fragile, right? You know, the city system is fragile. Yeah. All that stuff. It wouldn't have to be the you know, the whole state gets trashed. It could be that some truck runs into the pole down the street and mm-hmm. it's going to take a couple of days to get it 
yeah. fixed up, you know? Yeah. We have pretty good windstorms. Yeah, windstorms. I don't know, like, when we have windstorms like we do here back at my house when I was growing up, power would be out mm -hmm. every single time. Every time we have a windstorm here, I'm, like, waiting for it. Yeah. Because it's kind of fun. Yeah. Just, I mean, it happens so Very often rarely. here that... Oh, the wind, yeah. The, it, everything's pretty resistant to it. Yeah, I feel like Tri-Cities has built up an infrastructure. Yeah. Well, and you just adapt, right? Yeah. If the tree was going to fall down near a power pole, it already has. Right, right. So they, they plan for it. And our trees have deeper roots, you know, because yeah. they're exposed to wind all the time. So it just... It's... They already lean that way, so there's not much to do. Yeah, they just, they're <laughs> a little more pliable. Yeah. But, you know, you you can't prepare for everything and you shouldn't try to, but you can prepare for, for something. A I mean, lot of things. Yeah. You can always do better than you did yesterday. Yeah. I think I worry that a lot of the people who are affected by this will just say, well, this, this is a once in a lifetime thing. It's never going to happen again. It's, like we don't have be... this space. We don't have the space to store that kind of stuff anyways. So let's just not worry about it. Yeah. I'd rather, a it's a big problem. A yeah. lot. Well, a lot of people think that way too. Like people put that mindset, like we just don't have the, we don't have any way of doing it anyway. So, and it's never going to happen again. That's they, such a flawed mindset. But I'd rather have it than not, and not need it. Well, it doesn't have having to be it. something dramatic. Like you don't have to store two years or 10 years worth of food, right? Right. You should look in your pantry and organize it and pitch all the crap that you haven't touched in a year yeah. and organize those spaces and fill them up with, you know, foods that you eat, canned foods, canned foods, yeah. you know, rice and, and uh, chili and oatmeal and oatmeal yeah, stuff that you eat. But just, it's a, just about, you know, having a deep pantry, right. you know, could you go a month without going to the grocery store? Yeah. That's probably a first, a first goal yeah. that people should try to reach for. Yeah. Um, I also want to thank you for, you know, telling me to buy a Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> it's been good. I mean, I, I think it's obviously not the best in the, you know, for going down the freeway in the snow, but for getting around town. Okay. It's not the it. best because it's squirrely, like, but it's not that it can't do it. Oh, like, it can do it. Yeah. That's one thing that I, so it can do it and I can do it. Mm hmm and because it can do it, I can do it. You know what I mean? Like, that's part yeah. of it. Like, when we had a car, I didn't want to go out. I could. I knew I could. I could drive yeah. in the snow. I didn't want to. But I need to drive in the snow to be able to get good at driving in the snow. Yeah. To be able to know what to do if something happens when I'm driving. And there's so many people. Like, so many people at work just didn't come in. Yeah. Because they didn't want to drive with the weather. You know, that's one of those things that just it every time something like that happens, you get a big snowstorm or whatever. Mm. I think even if you don't have to, you, you should. should challenge yourself mm -hmm. to get to um you know, wherever you need to be, as long as it's as long as you can do it safely. Yeah. Um because those are the opportunities for you to put yourself in a learning position, right? You can, yeah. you can learn how to do it. Yeah. And I would also say that don't feel like you have to go buy a Jeep because right. you don't have a, you know, four wheel drive. If you want to do something mobility wise, go buy the best 
set of tires that you can afford. Yeah, I mean, just a good set of snow tires. A Jeep with crappy tires is useless. We learned that one. Um, anything with crappy tires is useless. Yeah. Any car that you have, if you have Ford Focus, get a real good set of snow tires on there, and you'll do, you'll do a whole lot better. My first winter here, after we graduated college, we had a really bad winter, and I was driving, I don't know the mileage, but it was it's a 20-minute drive. It was a 20-minute drive to where I was working. Yeah. And I had the Ford Fusion or Ford Focus. I had a yeah. two-door hatchback Ford Focus and we it had studs. I had winter tires. Um, my dad bought them for me when we were in college. So I had studs on it. We were ready to go. And but one of the guys at work didn't have good tires and whatever. His car just didn't handle well. He had a Honda. It didn't handle well in the snow. So he was like, hey, you want to come pick me up? You know, we'll do a round robin kind of thing. We'll pick up a couple people who didn't like driving and yeah. we'll all go to work together. Like, yeah, sure. Best car in the snow. Yeah. That thing did better than my Fusion. It was so awesome. I only, the only reason I slid at all that one time was because I had to stop quick. Yeah. Because the light turned really quick and I didn't want, there was traffic. Yeah. And I didn't want to risk people not seeing me because it happens all the time where people don't stop fast enough for the lights and they just go through them yeah. in the snow. But I didn't want to risk other people not seeing me. Yeah. It's a busy street. So busy I did. I tailed, I, I fishtailed a little bit and I was like, yeah. scared the bejesus out of me. Cause I think it was probably the first time it had ha ever happened. Yeah. Um, I learned a lot in that car. Don't leave your e-brake on in the winter. Doesn't yeah. matter how many times my dad told me I did it anyways. That sucker froze. <laughs> you remember that? There are creative ways to unfreeze things. <laughs> That's probably a story for another day. That That's a funny story. But those are the things, too. Like, you got to be MacGyver style. Well, there's always a solution for your problem. You just got to think critically about it. Oh, that's a funny story. But anyway. Okay, so if you freeze your e-brake, figure out which tire... Or which wheel your e-brake is at. Yeah. Go get you a section of uh tubing dryer from a hose. dryer hose, yeah. Start your car, put the tubing around the exhaust, and point the tubing at the frozen offender. And you'll yeah. thaw it out. Thaws up. The car sat for a while, but it was I don't know why we was, ended up needing to move it, but we did. Because it, it was just so cold up there in Genie. It had been sitting there frozen. For like a month and for, a half. Yeah. Yeah. It just, I don't know what it was, but it needed to move. I loved, I actually like that part of the kind of, that part of the state a little better because I feel like we get more four distinct, like almost every year we got snow. We had a fall. We had a winter. Yep. Like it was yep. hot in the summertime. Yeah. Yeah. That's a nice part of the state. Someone said that recently about our area. It's like, I love that we get four seasons. And I was like, four seasons? What are you talking about? We get summer, and then we get cold, and maybe we get snow. We don't get four seasons. It's a little warmer down here, yeah. It has but changed, though, a lot. Since I don't know. I think, you're, I think you're giving a little short shrift from some nice spring days fishing. There, we've had, yeah, like I said, it's changed though. Like the first couple of years we lived here, I felt like that was what it was because we got, it got down to like two degrees in the winter time that year. There are some severe 
winters. But we haven't had that cold for a couple years. Three years ago? Yeah, maybe three years ago. Three years ago was ultra cold. Ultra cold. And then um, that was when the emergency, that was in the old house and the emergency, the electric heat. It was our first year in this house. Oh, and we had to turn the electric heat on, didn't Mm -hmm. we? Because the furnace couldn't keep up. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. Brand new. Brand new system. Yeah. Yeah, Wasn't enough. Yeah. But we used to have really, really cold and we used to have 110 degree summers for Mm -hmm. good portions of summer. And we don't get that anymore either. Yeah. We get in the 100, but it's like 102. Yeah. That's true. We are having a little bit more. Fall is shorter. It's. I think it just fluctuates year to year so much. that That's true. One of the guys at work tried to tell me that he could predict because he's lived here all his life. He's full of crap. So he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you go uh, about every three years and then you get a really good snowstorm and then you got to wait like 11 years. I was like, okay. <laughs> we were supposed to have Whatever. really good snow last year and we didn't. Yeah. <laughs> We got decent snow this year. A little late. I don't understand what's with our area in February always, snows. Yeah, it's always late. January, February, it's March. Irritating. It's irritating. We did get snow on Christmas. We did. This was the first, our first year in 10 years. Yeah. Right? That we've had, had snow, snow on, on Christmas. Christmas for a long time. Yeah. That was really cool. It yes. snowed literally, it started snowing Christmas morning, didn't it? Yeah. Or like night, right at night, right when we went yeah. to bed. Yeah. Yeah. Santa brought the snow. Yeah. It was really cool. So buy some, buy some canned food this week. Yeah. So the moral of the story is be as prepared as you can. Buy some canned food. And if you're flip-flop wearer in the summertime, maybe consider switching to a more secure shoe in case you need to chase down a five-year-old boy. Yeah. That's trying to run away from you at the park. Yep. Or that fell on his bike and is crying and you need to get to him really fast. Or myriad other emergencies <laughs> that are actually emergencies. Hey, that's an emergency. <laughs> Poor kid. He could be bleeding. Poor kid. Anyways. Thanks for listening, guys. Maybe we'll see you next week. Yep. <laughs>